Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Appledore Research Podcast. My name is Robert Curran, Consulting Analyst with Appledore. As ever, we're here to share insights on the transformation of telecom in the era of cloud, network automation, and AI. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Now, enjoy the show. Hi, my name's Francis Hayson, and I'm a principal analyst with Appledore Research. I'm delighted to welcome Rahul Atri to Appledore Research. As an industry leader, Rahul brings huge experience in real cloud-native networks and how the telco industry can leverage this to drive innovation. I got together with Rahul over the holiday break to explore his philosophy and upcoming research. Rahul, welcome to Appledore. Before we get to technology, maybe we could hear a little bit about you. What interests you? What kind of makes you tick? And I guess, what do you do with your free time, if you have any, that is? Uh, great to be here, Francis. Uh, very interesting question. Um, I love problems, and I look every problem into a product definition or features. That's that's probably a hobby, if you want to say. But but I feel um, very interested when I, when I see different problems, cultures. Uh, I love traveling, and and when I travel, also I, I think of products. So I think products are something which ticks me off every time. And recently, I've I've started understanding that every ecosystem, every industry have same problems, and somehow we can end up building one common pool of products which can serve everyone. You have a fascinating history in the telco industry. What do you see as the major highlights that people should know about? I I think the the thing which I'm very proud of is is the team which I built in my previous role. I I think it is it is an art to to figure out the most important fact into into people. Uh, how do you make future leaders, and how do you coach them to and to motivate them to do something amazing which which was never done before. And I've I've found a joy in in doing that. I I feel proud when I see those leaders actually evolving and becoming future industry leaders. Uh, ultimately, we all have some deliverables towards our organizations and and industry. So we have built some amazing products. Uh, and also, while we were doing all that, we were able to redefine the the way we operate. It's not the depth, it's not the horizon, but the combination and variability of both that you are able to understand the vision, um, the the future state, but also convert that vision into reality is which which I'm very proud of and 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 the team which we built was was doing the same. The cloud native network has really been very central to your work, particularly at Rakuten. Um, can you give the listeners some of the key opportunities that you see from coming from cloud networks? And I guess one, I think, given the way the industry is at the moment, what do you see as some of the things of of what what was it difficult for you to learn about cloud uh, cloud networks, or or was it what was easy? What 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 did you have to do to get um, for you to be able to leverage cloud native network thinking? Yeah, believe it or not, day zero for me was zero knowledge on cloud. I mean, I I literally have to lock myself and and go through all the YouTube and streaming sessions. To understand the basic, even to talk to our uh, ecosystem partners at that time, but I think um, I, I love the journey. It was it was great great learning. Uh, for me, what what I I saw were the use cases uh, more than the actual technology. For example, when we're talking about 
uh, automation of RAN deployment, cloud deployment. Those were the times when I learned the most because that time you can actually see the practicality of it. It's it's like it's like when I was a kid and the teacher was teaching me trigonometry. My only question to the teacher was, when do I practically use it? What do I do with this in my life? It's so complicated. But when when I was in my previous avatar and and building automation and products, I could actually see why I have to know more about cloud and what I need to know about cloud. I mean, I don't need to go and 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 open the HCD. I don't need to go and open the APIs uh, till the time I actually needed them. So for me, it worked very well because I was sitting in the CSP uh, and I was practically uh, able to able to extract the usage of it. Uh, like I said, when when we we did the cloud automation. uh we talk to ourselves and say if you have to deploy cloud um let's say in data center in a cluster in edge data centers what are the different flavors or templates we have to build for cloud and if we have to what are the different configurations uh there were seven excel sheets at that time um by the way those excel sheets are really really insane and and uh, we could see that half of the parameters were always static and i don't know why they have exposed it that time but but obviously there are reasons for it and then there's some of the information come from the type of applications you are running on top of it some some come the the amount of uh, workloads you want to put it or or the size you want to build it and then um, uh, what kind of security groups what kind of access you want to have what kind of um, parameters you want to tune auto scalable or static and and what not i think when when we started seeing the use case and how to serve those use cases is when i started learning a lot uh, all the partners all the um, all the team members did help a lot to learn because those were my dictionaries there were no practical cloud native network at that time there were no playbooks no cheat books no dictionaries to refer to and and whenever people used to come they come from enterprise background so they they didn't know how to run a cloud intel and what difficulties and we were the first one to run even the virtual ran or open ran nowadays uh, on the cloud and and we actually got into some of the parameters where now if you type a sriv versus dpdk you'll find tons of articles online but when we started we have to actually practically go on the whiteboard to understand and and dive into those those complexities and i think i was lucky enough along with the team to to learn that but my journey was nothing fascinating nothing more than fascination when when we saw use cases and i think uh, this this probably worked for me and i i uh, use that every time now whenever i i teach something new or or have a new member coming in i tell them the use cases first and what it takes to uh, implement those use cases if you if you guide them give them direction and they explore that uh, then they get the learning of life which they never forget and what do you see is the key differences between a cloud native network and what we would see in today's networks what what, what and i guess what 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 was it the rakatan was able to bring or te- or differentiate using that different that difference between cloud native networks and and traditional networks to answer in short everything is different but i think the most important part is uh, the culture team and the platforms you build your your network around culture uh, you cannot be high level you cannot be only looking at the kpis of uh, of radio system for example you you have to go and uh, see that as an application you have to see what that application demand from infrastructure what telemetry to read out of those applications people do talk about real time non real time but uh, we're still looking into kpis of 15 minutes or or an hourly aggregation uh, what do you want to do with observability and and telemetry with that why do you want an elk stack or kibana for that so i think it's it's culture mindset uh, you have to change you have to see you have to be in more uh, 
cloud native um, um, IT engineer per se, but you have to go from all the layers from infrastructure, hardware, OS, uh, cloud, uh, application, CNF, and, and, and the entire life cycle of it. You have to be very, very cautious of how you build the organization around it. If you build uh, the regular silos of RAN, go transport, um, probably would not serve the purpose. You'll, you'll, you'll have much more layers now. Uh, vertical and the platforms which uh, uh, around which you build the organization very important uh, because those platforms will serve the life cycle of the network uh, you cannot build a healing use case of a cloud onto the old complex inventory systems and old uh, ways of oss uh, systems you need to have a workflow which will uh, drive the process and the complexities around you need to read those telemetry and kpis based on which you'll take call on healing um, on server uh, healing a VM, uh, healing the entire application service, a port shutdown. So I think uh, culture, people, team, uh, platforms are the key ingredient which you need to work on day zero uh, along with the organization chart if you are thinking about taking the journey towards the cloud. So that, that kind of nicely leads in from what you're saying, the technology is all there for, for, for telcos. What, what do you think that the industry needs to do or change to be able to get those opportunities, and I think I, I think you're going to say culture to some degree. But what what do they need to change, and and how will that enable a telco to get beyond what is its its core but commoditized connectivity solution at the moment? I think there are two two answers to this question. A, whom do you want to serve? Who's your future customer? what those customers are asking you for. For example, in Telco today, it's not about B2C anymore. It is about B2B2X, uh, B2E uh, enterprises, and enterprises are not asking you for connectivity. They're gonna ask you for specific use cases and, and solutions, and uh, they will demand ROI. They will not say, come deploy a private edge to me. Um, and, and the second part is uh, uh, in, internally also, um, in, case, in case you want to have uh, cloud, why do you want to have cloud? What are you getting out of it? What are you demanding out of it? Why do you want to have a cloud native network? What are you missing? Uh, maybe the elasticity, maybe the resiliency, maybe the availability, maybe if you want to complexity, <laughs> if you like complex things. But internally, you have to discuss and define your success criteria and KPIs and then pick up the best technology works for you. If that happens to be cloud, go for it. But as we see industry, we know that the industry is changing. It is more about APIs. Um, exposure of network, scalable, elastic network, because you, you might have to deploy an edge on a runtime for a for a drone company, for a, for a, for a educational institute, for a gaming fest. So uh, again, I, I think it, it's very important why and then how and using what uh, is, is the mantra to look forward to. Yeah, and, and you, you, mentioned with, you mentioned APIs as an example. The, the telco industry is littered with a history of failed API initiatives. What do you, what, what do you see as being, what, what is it we can do differently with cloud native API exposure and working with enterprise? What needs to what what needs to change for telco to make it a success this time? My uh, one of my old manager used to tell me that you have to change your pitch or your sales pitch uh, or a product pitch based on the audience you you have on the other side, because then you make the effective communication. I think what telcos are doing is maybe the right thing by saying they need to expose APIs, make dev portals, do uh, SDKs, make marketplace. But the consumer of that is the enterprise. Consumer of that is the future customer. If they don't want to understand the complexities and they don't understand the complexities, 
they need to talk in the language which the customer understand and the customer understand use cases. If we are able to define those use cases and underneath it leverages the APIs, um, and then it is the success and it will be win-win. For now, I think uh, we, we need to simplify the discussion, simplify the catalog of communication we are using. And I'm very sure if you go to an enterprise and say, this is your use case, this is your challenge, I'm gonna solve it. Underneath, you solve it by orchestration, automation, APIs, scalability, cloud. I think there's none of the concern, but your concern is telco. And you need to be ready for that blueprint and, and whatever steps you take on your blueprint today would define that. But I think uh, the dictionary, the verbos have to be simplified, have to be use case led, maybe a business use case led per se, which will even give uh, ROI and, and uh, a payback to, to everyone included in the, in the journey. And finally, I wondered if there's anything in the industry telco or maybe in adjacent industries that um, the um, listeners may want to that's grabbed your interest and that the listeners shouldn't should know about, I guess, at this this time. I think I, I love what what we are doing as an industry, the convergence. Um, we, we satellite communication is coming. We see hyperscaling taking the next steps into the orchestration. We, we see telcos going beyond uh, the services and, and being the enterprise and, and let's say, uh, let's say serving a larger community and the ecosystem. Uh, we might see a lot of formal convergence to say, we're gonna, we're gonna build platforms which are agnostic of, of industry and, and for example, workflow engine or workflow engine doesn't matter which industry you serve. Um, but but I think I, I am very interested about the convergence and how the future of uh, telco look like or connectivity look like. Uh, can it be media uh, which can rule? Yeah, because that's the engagement economy. Would it be telcos who will provide the base and, and can um, own the entirety? Maybe and, and should be. I, I, we all work for the industry, so we, we, are, we are really hopeful. Um, would it be, would it be uh, hyperscalers? Uh, we we the what the time will tell, but I think the convergence and innovation is is great to see. I'm I'm especially interested about the use cases which holograms will get us. Um, the network becoming stable and network becoming a driver of technology is always great because what I've observed it's always the use cases which drive the technology and say you have to you have to you you are being pushed. Uh, I think 5G is little different, although the world keep waiting about the 5G uh, killer use case. I'm more optimistic to say, okay, we, we, we are here for something special because if we are not getting the simplistic things sorted, um, there might be something special which is cooking and it will it will evolve with time. So I'm, I'm really interested and looking forward to all this convergence and, and what the blueprint of the future telco looks like. Thank you, Rahul. And I look forward to working with you and it looks like an exciting 2023 coming ahead. Likewise, Francis, likewise. You have been listening to the Appledore Research Podcast. Join us next time for more insights and conversation on the transformation of talent.